Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly and Co-Editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Well, this week we have the pleasure to be talking with Kristen Radke, art director of The Believer, but also the author of Imagined Wanting Only This, a a much uh, highly regarded graphic novel released by Pantheon. Um, Kristen, thank you so much for being on More to Come. Thank you, Calvin. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, great. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to confess everybody that we had a great conversation actually about a week ago. Yeah. So we got to map this talk out in advance, but um, that's good. That, the, our, our, my listeners will benefit. Um, but look, we want to we, we want to start off talking about your role at The Believer, uh, the role of comics at The Believer in the past and going forward. But we also want to talk to you a little bit about uh, your book, uh, I believe it's your first book, um, yeah. uh, with a wonderful publisher, uh, Publishers Weekly did an author's profile of you. So we're going to talk about a little bit that, but okay. first, um, for those of our listeners who may not know just what the believer is, why don't you give them, uh, give them, uh, a, a little background on the magazine. Yeah. So the believer is an arts and culture magazine of interviews, features, uh, essays, poetry, uh, and comics. And we come out every other month. We're based out of the Black Mountain Institute in Las Vegas. And previously we were at McSweeney's in San Francisco. And uh, the Believer has a long history of comics. We had two, a two-page spread uh, of, of strips edited by Alvin Buenaventura for a long time. Yes, and now we People who yeah. don't know Alvin, I mean, he was a publisher in his own right. He, he's yeah. passed away now. He was a terrific guy, incredibly creative editor. Um, Amazing comics editor. Yeah, I mean, yes. just really... Um, the, all of the people that he worked with consistently say he was like the most important editor he ever yeah. worked with. Yeah. Um, really extraordinary eye. So, I mean, partly like in homage to him, we wanted to really expand our comic section. And so now we're doing about, uh, 20 pages of color narrative comics in each issue. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and let's, yeah, let's just double down on that a minute. I mean, obviously, um, you know, many magazines these days do some short strips, but, um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, in the believer copies that you gave me also (laughs) really the depth of the storytelling, um, uh, that you're using in the, in the magazine. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we should treat comics the way we treat any other piece of literature. You know, why can't, uh, an interview be illustrated? Why can't a piece of journalism be d- be told through comics? Which certainly some great comics artists like Joe Sacco have done well for a long time. But there's not always been a space in, particularly in print, for these things to have a lot of room. So that was one of the things we really wanted to do here. Um, and, the, and these, co- uh, well, the, the comics that I've seen in the, in the latest issues, um, and then they run the gamut of sort of memoir uh, to essay-like. Yeah forms. Um, you want to mention some of the cartoonists you've been working with? Yeah. So, uh, in our current issue, we have great, uh, it's actually not current yet. It's on shelves in two days, uh, on April 1st that, uh, has great, really long narrative comics by a narrative comic by Jennifer Camper, who's fabulous. And Leela Corman, who's working on a new book about, uh, women's wrestling during World War II. Oh, so that's yes. actually yeah. mm-hmm. fiction. So we're, we're doing a lot of fiction. It's the only place in the magazine that includes fiction. Great. Um, I, you know, I know Leela uh, Corman. She's a fabulous cartoonist. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm uh, a little, I'm blanking on the name of her book, Unterzaken. Yeah. 
Unterzaken, also published by Pantheon, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So there you go. You're, you're a fellow Pantheon yeah. author. Um, and, uh, it, but just some of the names I've seen in the issues that you gave me, uh, are, for instance, artists that I don't know about, Alex Areza, I really yeah. loved that piece. Uh, yeah, isn't that really, beautiful? Really touching. Um, you mentioned, we mentioned Leela. Uh, the illustrations and the comics by Grant Snyder. Yeah, he's fabulous. He's yeah. a he's sort of like a humorous cartoonist out of Wichita, Kansas, and his day job is he's actually an orthodontist, which I find to be really, really? cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, we'll have to revisit Grant. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Um, uh, I also uh, uh, Anna Highfish. I hope I'm saying her name yeah. right. Who will be uh, at the uh, Mocha Art Fest? Uh, yeah. I think she's actually one of the uh, the guest artists at the um, at the Art Fest. And uh, a particularly interesting cartoonist, um, uh, you know, I've never said his name, but I'm going to try anyway. Uh, Ivan um, uh, Alagba. Right, right, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about him because he's also going to be at uh, the Mocha Art Festival, um, which uh, opens on April seventh. Yeah, he's got a great book. Uh, I think it's his first book translated into English. New York Review of Comics is putting it out. That comes out, I think, any day now. Um, and I just love the range in his pieces. I mean, he has some sort of, like, one of the comics we published of his has no words. It's sort of, like, not in traditional panels. It's called Love. And then one of the, and one of the other pieces is a little bit more traditional, but yet still kind of breaks the form. Like, it's in panels, but, you know, we're not experiencing dialogue in the way that we normally do with word bubbles. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah, Lick Bay is very interesting. I mean, the book you mentioned is Yellow Negroes and Other Imaginary Creatures, mm-hmm. uh, which are really moving stories of of immigrant um, yeah. African-French um, colonials kind of stuck in the capital trying to survive. Uh, yeah. He really has a knack of, through his drawing for uh, just sort of – uh, disconnection and dismay. I'm really, totally. you know, um, it, it's pretty amazing. It's a very minimalist style too. Yeah, totally. It's all black and white. Like there's no shading. It's very like the, the edges of the pieces themselves feel sort of disrupted much like his characters. Yeah, do. Yeah. But, but, uh, interesting minimalist, but very expressive at the same time. Yes, he really, totally. uh, really has a di- very distinctive, yeah, and absolutely. um the New York Times actually did a piece on it. I just saw it. It was like yeah, yesterday. This week. So Yeah, really um, fabulous. Check it all out. Um so uh, now this is in the context of uh a, a number of changes that are going on at uh the Believer right now. Yeah. Uh and we've talked about the website. I think we're going to see uh more changes there too. Yeah, we have a a brand new website launching in July which we're really excited about and we're going to be expanding our comic section online doing process interviews. You know, one of the great things about being a comics editor is you get to see st- each stage of a comic come to life. You see it in sketches and then you see it sort of emerge into this real thing. And we want to who are just starting. I mean, I still really find it useful as a comics artist myself. So trying to create a, more of a space for that, putting comics artists in conversation with each other, things like that. But the new website will launch in July. Great. And our entire and, archive will be online. Mm-hmm. Um, web comics, uh, obviously, as separate from yeah. the print as well? Yeah. 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 Uh, terrific. Um, how do you work with cartoonists? That's always interesting. The editing process. I mean, yeah. are you commissioning uh, the pieces that we see? Are these original works? Are they excerpts from other works? The vast majority are, is stuff that I commission. Uh-huh. Um, the 
a log bay was an excerpt. I worked with the New York Review of Comics to get that um, excerpted, but largely they're original pieces that I commission. And then it's, you know, talking through the idea from basically like, I want to do a comic about, you know, my father to then having it turn into sketches. And I always feel really guilty asking people to sketch because I hate sketching. Like (laughs) to me, there's nothing worse than having to like do your comic twice. But, um, most of our artists are very yeah. uh, amenable. Well, that's, and most comics artists also sketch. Like, I'm definitely sure. an outlier there. Well, well, that's interesting. I mean, because, I mean, you've what, you've created uh, your own books. What, 300 pages? What? Like <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, well, we're going to get to that, though. Yeah. I'm just yeah. curious how the conception, how you, how you built, built to the finished yeah. product. So we just worked back and forth. I mean, when I first got the job in August, I've, I've not been at The Believer very long. I just, you know, I had a list of comics artists that I loved, and I just started going down that list, hoping that mm-hmm. they would, you know, have something available. And, you know, it's a long road. It's it's not that prose doesn't take a long time to craft, because it does. You know, a feature a feature story in a magazine sometimes takes as long as a book. You know, they're long. They take forever. But Comics, especially, you know, you, there's so many different pieces to that. You know, you have that you have to script it, you have to write it, and then the labor of drawing. And if you're inking by hand and doing all those things, you're talking about yeah. months of work. So it's a really long process to get a piece from sort of original idea generation into the magazine. Well, that's you know that's part of my my thinking. I mean, um, uh, you know, when your editor asks you to do a rewrite in comics, it's a little, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it's a it's it's a little different. Um, uh, but I, I mean, I so I'm sure there are uh, a variety of thumbnails and yeah. uh, preliminary sketches that are you know shifted back and forth over the internet yeah. as you do yeah. <laughs> as you work through uh, uh, presenting these stories. Um, great. Well, well, look. Um, uh, are there any other artists we can expect to see uh, that you can talk about at this point? Yeah, we have next uh, issue, we're going to have a long piece by G.B. Tran, who's an artist I really love. He did the book Viet America. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing an article or a comic about fatherhood. And then Amy Kurzweil, who's the author of Flying Couch, the graphic memoir, she started yes. doing mm-hmm. a um, series for us called Technophilia, where she sort of like engages with technology in a very funny and unique way and we'll have another installment from her there right because she has what did i see it one of the uh, issues she has a story about the phone museum yeah going to the telephone museum yes. yeah uh, that was the first installment in the in the series yeah very uh very funny very uh sort of interesting and prosaic <laughs> the yeah. phone is yeah. interesting and boring at the same time yeah uh but she gives a a a really uh, complete history um of of the phone uh, amidst her visit to the phone. Yeah. So it's really yeah. nice. Um, oh, I should, we have a couple of other really exciting sure, people please. coming up. So yes. um, Ben Passmore, who's the author oh, behind yes. Your yes, Black your, Friend. Your Black Friend. Yeah. Are you real? I'm, I'm, I'm just so obsessed with him. Like I couldn't yeah. believe when he agreed to do a comic for us. So we have eight pages from him in the next issue. Terrific. Um, that I'm and thrilled about. I may about. say so, he has turned uh, – his mini comic into a full book now. Yeah, it uh, it's coming out in the spring. So yeah, I saw uh, you guys just gave it a star. Yes, yes, um, yes. He's a very talented guy. I really didn't know much about him until I discovered uh, your black friend, yeah. the, the original comic, actually last year at the TCAF, the Toronto oh, Comic Art Festival. Funny. I just happened to see it on a on the stand of his publisher and just bought it, and I was blown away with it. Just yeah, it's the, really fantastic. Ability to take on a subject with nuance um, and, and humor. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, that's also quite serious. Anyway, so that's exciting to hear. Yeah. So that's And then up. one of the other changes that recently happened at The Believer is we now, each cover, for a long time, our covers were all made by the great artist Chris Ware. And now we are doing a guest artist each issue. Oh, cool. So, so far we've worked with T. Bowie, Jillian Tamaki. Cool. Um, our current issue on stands is uh, by Samar Haddad. And the next issue we have is the, the cover is this great piece by Zeke Pena, who's this artist who does a lot of work on the border. Fabulous. And I'm, I'm thrilled about that one. All right. Okay. Uh, well, this is really exciting. Um, I mean, for those of you who haven't read The Believer, I mean, you can't, you kind of can't miss it on a stand, <laughs> on a newsstand. Uh, the covers have always been, I mean, you have that block letter logo, but really yeah. every every issue is distinctive and sort of eye-poppingly colorful in yeah. its own way. So um, check it out, folks. Um, now. Let's segue to you as an artist sure. and to your your book, Imagine Wanting Only This. Um, we did a uh, author profile of you. Um, but tell us, tell us um, – uh, well, before you tell us about the book itself, tell us about your background as a cartoonist because this is your first published – it's your first book, yes? Yes, it is my yeah. first book. Um, I came to comics – sort of the opposite way that I think most cartoonists do in which I came from the literary world instead of the comics world. And so it took me a long time to, I was always drawing and I was always writing and it took me a long time to realize I could do them at the same time. I mean, the idea of making a comic that where people looked consistent and rooms looked the same for 300 pages was like incredibly overwhelming and impossible. And then you just tr teach yourself how to do it as you go. Mm. Yeah. So the uh, book came out last April from Pantheon, mm -hmm. like you said, and is about, uh, sort of an obsession with ruins and abandoned mm -hmm. places. So it's it's um I mean some memoir of sorts. But, yeah, um, memoir-ish. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, but it does but it does outline the, the, your 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 apparent obsession with uh you know sort of degraded places. Not yeah. I, not I take it for just the very fact that they're degraded, but that they seem to hold some residue of what mm -hmm. happened there in the past, uh, even as you imagine it or or as you research it in many cases right um yeah absolutely uh and you it really kind of takes you around the world a little bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like where yeah it starts in uh <laughs> gary indiana and then goes through some mining towns in colorado and there's this island off the coast of iceland which is completely covered in volcanic ash it's called hey may and after the volcano erupted, most of the people who lived on the island went back and just rebuilt their house on the other sides of the island. So on yeah. one side of the island is completely is their homes completely covered in ash, and the other side is just this new town, which is like one of the most extraordinary things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, all through the book, um, you know, and, and really, I guess what I want to ask you also is the books. I mean, uh, it's it's about these places that kind of exist through memory but it's also about memorials uh yeah to some degree yeah absolutely yeah I mean, formal as well as yeah formal. yeah i mean my uh i think one of the impulses for writing this book was my uncle died when i was in mm -hmm. college right around the same time that i sort of started discovering these places he lived in colorado and i saw those places when i was there mm -hmm. for his funeral and and then i i think you know we we see places kind of expire and wear out and get abandoned maybe in the same way that we do with people or with our bodies as we, you know, sort of fall to ruin with time. Um, well, it's a very moving uh, book. And, and what, what, what really grips you about the book, obviously, is uh, 
you know, seeing the things that are important to people. I mean, and, I mean, the book it seems to be built from these places and things and people that you know obviously uh, are important to you in ways that you can explain, and I suppose in other ways that you can't. So yeah. that's always uh, enlightening, I think. Uh, and also the way you use cartooning. Now you told me. Uh, you know, well, as you said earlier, you didn't really like to draw, but but here you are drawing. But you do have a you have an art school background. As I well do as have an a, art school background. It's a literary school background. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, that. I went to college for writing or for drawing, and then mm-hmm. changed my major to writing pretty quickly. But all through high, I mean, I think probably the only reason I graduated high school that my GPA was high enough for me to graduate high school <laughs> was that I took tons and tons of art classes. Like I was just always drawing. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that was my favorite place to be. I really, you know, I I thought that's what I would do. And then it took me a long time to sort of get back to it after I started writing. Uh, Well, look, it's really a a beautiful book, really well done. Um, um, I I know I hate to put the pressure on artists. They've published one book, uh, uh, but we always want to know what the next one is. What what are you working on now? Working on two books. Yeah, I'm working Mm -hmm. on two books. I'm working on a graphic essay collection about loneliness. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm working on a graphic novel about terrible men. <laughs> well, but really, let's everyone see. I wonder which one terrible. would be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the book is really sort of terrible, even okay. though. It's well, terrible. you know, I guess you know. Well, there you go. I, we can't wait to see it. Um, <laughs> it'll be se- six or seven hundred pages, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, terrible men seem to there. There don't seem to be a shortage of, uh, of that commodity. That is true. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She agrees with me wholeheartedly. Um, look, uh, Kristen, uh, it's been great to talk to you. Um, uh, really excited about the new developments at the Believer. And, um, and congratulations on your book. And thank you so much for being on More to Come. Thank you, Calvin. It was so fun.